Hey, you guys, it's Latrice. I'm back again here on the Lift Her Up podcast. Let's get right back into my exclusive interview with Jamisha Roberts. Let's go right back into it. Okay, yeah. So I want to talk about these doors. You said this open can of worms. Yeah, some doors for you. So let's talk about it. And they were, they were doors that, you know, that and with our physical eyes, they just seem like opportunity. You know, you're not. It just seems like opportunity is a mouthkiss, okay? It, 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 it seems like opportunity to our eyes, but spiritually, we don't discern that it's, it's merely doorways. So it's doorways for the enemy to come in. And it's like every time, every one of them is changed. It's like every one of them is a lockdown attached to it, every one of them. And I did not see that. All of the people that I was bringing in, communicating with, um, and continuing, like I said, letting them patronize me, and just doing the kind of where, uh, you know, like it's now, and I'm going to say that every client was bad because I can't, you know, but there were many, like when I reflect, there were many that I should have seen the signs and I did all day. <laughs> I, uh, I've seen it. We're saying this and it's like, I don't think people get it. Oh my God. Because you are fueling their mission. Yeah. <laughs> you're contributing to their mission. Not knowing. Not knowing. That you're sowing into whatever deceptive completely and perverted thing yeah that they're doing you just I, i'm just making shirts or whatever right like yeah, that's all you're yeah. doing just making logos or whatever exactly that exactly that and and i did not see that and, and you know i i have i have let go of all the you know feelings of like you know we look kind of go through that plank on you know they're pending them you know yeah, i wish i hadn't done that thing look that's like you good. Yeah. Okay. I, I got your heart. Yeah. Heart with me. I said, along with that. So, so let's move along. But during that time, like literally, I could not see anything that, like, like I said, six hundred dollars. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. All I need. And, and, my, and, and I had never been as comfortable as I had been then to have what I had to be able to move what I move or get what I want to get when I get it. Like you know, those type of things will keep you because that comes comfortability can will keep you in a place that's no good for you because because I it yeah. feel good you know and also not having immediate consequences and will keep you comfortable as well or I haven't got like I haven't got caught yet or I or maybe God has not the the, the his hand has not yeah. come down the judgment isn't there okay. it's not what I think I'm they, the judgment is not so you so you think that you you cool and you keep going or sometimes just the flesh I need, I need, I need, because at that point I said, there's nothing in me. So if I stop, if I stop servicing these people, then I'm not going to have anything. I got, I got to eat. Like at that point, there was, there was no me getting out, like me, me stopping. And I, I mean, I couldn't, I obviously could see it, but of course, if anything would let up, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, I got to figure out how I'm going to, what can I do next? Like, get it. Like, yeah, almost like, you know, exactly. And that's, and that's the, even the spiritual side of things that people do not see is that that thing always needs to eat. It always needs to eat. You have to keep seeing it because once you start starving that thing, that's when people, and that's when a lot of people don't make it over. They get over, you know, when they're trying to come out. And they're trying to come out and deliberate that they got the aid. Hey, when we got crucified that flesh, you got to starve that desire, okay? And you got to make that desire come subject, okay? That that desire has to come in. It has to be obedient. So, hey, now, hey, now, we don't make it fast. That's right. I could have started that desire. I always did it. And because of my anxiety and my anxiety partially being rooted in not being taken care of, Ooh. And that even having an effect in my relationship with God, like, and God, how do I trust that you're going to take care of me? I, I got to provide. I'm independent. Mm -hmm. 
And that independent mindset, you know, you know, you know, the independent woman. Are you up my lane? I'm a, listen. Are you up my lane? And listen, hold on. I can do it by myself. Throw your hands up. That's not what I told you. Because the independent mindset, that being independent in everything is really what's messing you up because you're afraid that somebody's going to drop you. Yeah. You're afraid to let anybody else even take care of you. Anybody else behind your parent. Even, I gave you them. No. Litter. And they gave them what they had to take care of you. Litter. But you're afraid to even surrender and lean on anybody else other than yourself. You think that you have to, and this is your way of constantly getting that. But you just don't know that the enemy is literally like this in your day. He's doing you like he did Jesus when he took him up, when he took him up and said, look, I'll forgive all this. In a quick, in a, in a quick second, he said, I can give you this in a second. I can give you this real quick. Like, if you just bow down and worship me. Okay, if you just do it, I give it to you like that. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait 40 years. You do not have to wait for, you don't have to wait three years. You don't have to wait. I'll give it to you right now to you if you just bow down. And every time I play, in his weakest moment, while well, he know he's when you know I'm praying, you know I'm starving. Shit, you thought I You know that de- that desire is being starved right now, and you know I need to feel it. You know that craving, I need that fix. I need the fix. I need the fix, and I was continuously going into it. Everyone was an open door, and was an open door, and like you said, feeding into even into even more being ignorant and thinking I'm innocent because I'm just doing it. I'm just doing breath running. Just, that's all it is. I'll just make what he say and I'm just I'm just doing that. Oh no. But I'm doing it for people who who are operating in witchcraft, being completely rebellious to God. Oh who are controlling and trying to trying to put out products that essentially are roots and that are spells that are, that are, have been that have been like like this is this is what you were uh, do this was what you were and then this is the gift that I gave you that you envisioned to do. You was prostituting your gifts. You was prostituting your gifts to the enemy and letting him sling that thing wherever he, wherever he told you to go, you went. Whoever he told you to service, you serviced. Jesus. You gave him, you gave him rights of access to your gifts that I gave you. That, that, or the ability, because even I believe that, that we all have a gift as in the ability to do a thing. But I believe that it's magnified even the more when we lovingly surrender it to God and the Holy Spirit comes in and moves that gift. That's where the magnification from that thing comes. Gifts come without repentance. Listen, that is already ended. It's already ended. Okay. It's all. That's why a lot of us can just go ahead and do things and we don't even. Like, how we just know how to do it? I don't even. It was an innate ability. I don't know why I do, how I do the way I do. It's exactly like that, but it's different when the Holy Spirit comes in and, and magnifies that. That's the anointing. Yes. And yes. That's where the yes. grace comes in. Let's say, talk about it. Talk about it, cause when you surrender that thing to the enemy, when you prostitute that thing to the enemy, any anything, Jezebel, you know what I'm saying, green, right, you know what I'm saying, all these people, they're coming in and they're having their way in you, around you, and like it's it the this, and I hate saying prostitution, cause I know that's kind of probably you know it's a, kind of a sensitive box, but that that is essentially what it was that my gifts kept being prostituted and things were perverted. And even to the point where I was literally, like I said, taking the language of and adopting certain things 
angel numbers and and so God, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I, and I thank the Lord because He didn't let me get too far, but He got He let me get far enough to see, yeah, to to see. And he, I was like, Lord, and you wouldn't let me go too far, but I got far enough to see the angel numbers and zodiac. Why was I selling zodiac sweatshirts? What what business did you have? You know what I'm saying? Not and not having a clue when people ask you like blindly, blindly selling these things because. And, and they were, and I will admit to you that when I sold those sweatshirts, that was the most that I had ever made from my, from the most I had ever made because everybody wanted one. Yeah, because why? Because everybody needs something, you know, when it comes to Zodiacs, how Zodiacs are, everybody needs something to identify with to tell them why they are the way they are. Rather, they, they go to everything else except for God to identify with and tell that and find purpose in that thing. Oh, I'm this way or I do this because I'm a this, yeah? I do this because I'm a Virgo. I do this because, no, that's not why. Well, you do that because you're unhealed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's serial. You do that because you're unhealed. But God purposed you for something different from that. And he created you to be something different. That's not why. That is not why you get you, you, your pain. That's why you're that way because you didn't have boundaries. Because you know. Oh, boy. You know, that's, it's things like that that people were looking for something to identify with. And me, and, and, and God began to show me even as I came out of it how... Even me jumping around and doing those things and partaking in those things, I never knew who I was. I never knew who I was, and it showed because I never went by my first name. I never went by Jewish. I said, I don't want anybody to call me that. I literally rejected Lionel from a child from from years ago. I said, I don't like my I don't like my name. Don't call me like like only my family can call me that. Like, and I went by every other name. Really, I went by a bit of that. Oh my gosh, my, uh, uh, my, my grandma's name, I went by, like, I'm like, you know, right. and, and people still, they still juggle me about it. And I'm like, you know, like, it is what it is. But right. it is. Right. But Lily was running from myself. Jesus. Because I did not know. I did not know. I had no clue. And it was almost as if I didn't mean to be running from myself, but I was running from myself because the enemy would make me feel like, like, yeah, like, cool, that is, it's not, it's, <laughs> like, it's not safe. It's not safe for you. You're not. You're not gonna be able. Like, there's no power in cool that is. Like, you don't. Like, don't. There's no power in Tunisia. Like, there's no. <laughs> like, like. I mean, literally, DC. Okay, the veil was well. <laughs> okay, wedding day veil veiling. Okay, it was. It was veiling. Ah, so much that I was really running identity. I was going through my own identity crisis and feeding other people's identity. Like, but God showed me how. I was literally going back and forth, going to these things, trying to cling on to every, everything because I wanted to, I, I, I was just looking for something to identify with. I was looking for something to, to call me to purpose. I was looking for everything else and everyone else. And I also had attachment issues, attaching to people and then dealing with the rejection and all that stuff. So I was looking for any and everything to just give me some word and hang. Give me something to, to be worse to a word of your purpose. And, and, and I was looking for it in the wrong places. I was looking for it. <laughs> and I had thought I had found it. I really had thought I had found it because I was going skinny there. But then there was a, there was a moment, might I say, where I could see that things had changed. I could see it, but I couldn't see it. Like in me, I just that it wasn't registering as in this is a bad change. It wasn't registering that way. But when I look back, I say, yeah, that, I know they set up where you flare. You know, I know the exact oh, and you flip. But when I was in it, I didn't see it as a bad change. And as things started to go, started to go down um, for me, I I just got to a place where I feel like I feel like I began to even 
just not even want to be like not even want to exist at like it and i had hit that point where i'm like god i don't want to be i don't even want to be like i know something's off and, and i could feel like it was so uncomfortable living and i and i was you know trying to hide as well trying to hide that as well but, but, but still trying to show up but I did not realize, like I said, with those open doors, everybody that I had attached myself to, which is that I had attached myself and things that they were draining me of as well. Okay. And the things that I had come into agreement with and not even necessarily that they, they, that they may have been putting things on me themselves, right. but that because the door was open and because I was in sin, yeah. it access to me regardless of whether they yes, regardless of whether they had they had anything to do with it or not, my sin made me an open case it made me open source yeah. okay for the enemy to come in have his way and to begin to to have his way giving me giving me wrong desires giving me giving me like just blowing me to think like even even further away from that i said the angel number and and coming into agreement with those was coming into agreement with monitoring spirits coming into agreement with those things and, and does not end i mean what is it you just blind uh just lie and then want to and then even to the point manifesting and that's one thing that I have to speak against now, that manifesting, manifestation, specific, that's stolen good, okay? <laughs> stolen good, okay? Manifested good or stolen good. I don't care what the what the okay? <laughs> they have stolen good, and even to the point, and, and, it's, and it's funny because none of that ever worked for me. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for me, but because I was just, okay, well, next thing. <laughs> but the doors were still open, yeah. They were still open, but I got to the point, like that really low point. And when I got there, I found myself like, okay, God, I know that you are an option. I just don't know. Like, and I, and I remember one night, actually, my mom had said they were going to one of my aunt's churches. They would be, were having a service. And for some reason, I was like, I want to go. I'm like, I want to go. Mm -hmm. But I knew in me, I was feeling anxious. I don't know what. And I remember sitting in that church, in the back of the church, even away from my mom now. And I remember sitting back there and looking at them and they were worshiping, they were singing. And my dad had preached, I believe my dad had preached at night. And I was just looking and I was thinking like, is this real? And, and I remember, I, I can remember how I felt that I knew it wasn't me, but part of me was like, what is this? Is this real God? This is like, like, what is like this? Are you even real? Are you even real? And the other part was just, was just like, like it was not me. Like, <laughs> and I was having all these emotions and things. And when I went home, I never forgot that night. I never forgot that night where I went all I was I was so overwhelmed by I don't know. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like God, are you are you real? Even to the point where I and I say this now because I can testify but was not the case. But I repeated something to my brother that someone had actually repeated to me and I repeated and actually told them, I don't think that Jesus is the only way to enter Smithsity. Well, that's what I'm saying. That you take the language, you take the ideas, you take theology, you take the, you take those of 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 the world. Those are the type of things that come out your mouth that you don't even realize that they sound right to you. Yeah. It sounded right to me because of everything I was experiencing, everything out, and everything that was working temporarily, mm -hmm. even though it was it will work for this long. And it's out plant. Yeah. yeah, find something else, find something else. But I had even got to the point where I said that. And I didn't even realize that that was the, that was why I came into that moment where I did not know where I, where I where confusion had completely set into me that I did not know God are you even real are you even real and then shortly after that I began to desire to have a child my second child and I began to we just began me and my husband just began to try for I was like I don't have no baby we, we started playing it we started trying and trying and trying 
nothing will happen, nothing will happen. And I'm like, I, I might, like, in, in the meantime, I'm still doing, I'm still servicing these people. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Not see any of this. I'm still servicing these people. And I'm like, okay, like nothing's happening. Everybody else around me is getting printed. And I'm like, okay, like, like well, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm, and I'm, and it's, and it's not happening. And I remember one night I had a dream and I, this dream, this dream slept with me, this dream slept with me, but I had this dream and in the dream, it was like, I was walking around like people, they were pre preparing for a wedding and I was walking around. Listen, Jesus. Oh, so when we, you know, when we see them wedding and stuff in the dream, we already know or something, something. Listen, you got my man. He coming. That well, he got to be careful. He got to be careful. And so I saw in the dream I was we walking around getting ready, and it was almost like we was waiting for the people to get together. Uh, and so I remember walking by this podium, and then the, the lady it was a lady who I think she was what you call like, the wedding planner. And it, uh, I remember walking by, and she actually called me to me. She said, "Look right here," and where she told me, "Look, it was a Bible verse." And so I woke up. It was able in Malachi, and I thought too, I believe. And I woke up. And I went straight to that. And when I read it, like, I cried out because at that moment, I said, you are real. And you're telling me this. You're telling me now that if I, if this is what I desire, then it's going to require me to really come back to, to you. And I remember one Sunday, I think one Sunday, just a little bit prior to that, one Sunday, my dad, because he, he's a, he's a pastor, so he, I think he was speaking on, online at this time. Once on a he speak, he spoke about grace, and for some reason it just it just stuck with me. And when I listened to it, I was like, man, that was a really good that was a really good message you had. It was like you know to God be the Lord, and I just went on. But literally from that moment, I began to see the word grace everywhere. Like I was, I remember I was driving to Walmart one day, um, and I had passed by a church, and on there on that side it said grace, and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, you know what I'm saying? Okay, got you. You know what I'm saying? But then it just kept popping up. And literally, the word grace, like, just kept popping up. And I was like, at that t at that point, before I had the dream, it was time like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, he was trying to get my attention, and he was getting a little bit, but not enough until I had that dream where it, like, the dream was the official yoking up. Yeah. <laughs> it was the official get it again. Yeah, like, I'm calling you out for real. Yeah. And it was in that dream as well that he showed me as well, and he told me who I was. He told me what he called me to be. And and he told me that he had called me to be a prophet. And I I like, what? But it brought me to my knees because I saw in Malachi where it was talking about the priest. And, and that priesthood, I was like, listen, that priesthood is it, it, important. And it's important, but he's talking about the priest. And just, you know, how we just be desiring all these things, but then we out here doing all these things. Adult, spiritual adultery, regular adultery, you know, fornication with the world or, or even, uh, you know, chasing after all these things that, that we compromise. We're compromising that and yet we still want to be blessed. We still want God to bless us. And God will be basically telling them, look, I'm not going to give you this child if you're going to continue in this. I need you to come on out. And I had a, I legit had a Hannah moment on the, the next morning when I looked, I had a Hannah moment. And when she was out there, I had a hand on, okay, and after that, I said, okay, God, I'm, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn around, and at that moment, like, literally in my heart, my heart began to change, and I began to receive him and receive, literally, his grace over me because I, I was like, okay, God, I know I won this, and, I, and, I, <laughs> and I, I'm just going to need you to carry me, carry me on, because I got a lot to, to undo.
<laughs> got a lot to undo. And he did. And some time after, um, he had, again, in another dream, gave me another scripture. And I can't remember exactly what scripture it was, but in the other scripture it was, I believe it was, um, I'm not sure if it was Paul telling, telling the people, but, but basically it was like, you got right. So here, because you listened to me when I came to you before, because you listened to me, then, you know, you good. Yeah, you good. And then shortly after that, um, the next month, I actually found out I was pregnant with, with, with her, with, with Riley, with Riley. And, and it changed my life from that moment. Like it, it literally changed the course of everything. And it was at that moment where God began to unravel and undo everything that the enemy had done up to me to end me to even put call me something totally different. God called me a prophet and the enemy was calling me a psychic. Having yeah. people asking me, Are you a psychic? Are you are you this? Are you what it no? And they and they and not me not knowing that they're thinking that, okay, she on that to you. Right. I'm a witch. She probably was Right. <laughs> or I'm offering them this time. She probably did. Yeah. And and of course, because I was allowing the enemy to use me, yeah, I was essentially working in dividends. Like, I was essentially, essentially taking part in that. Well, all this rebellion, <laughs> I, was, I was in there. Even unknowingly, kid. I was, I was in there secondhand, whatever you want to call it, blind witch, whatever you want yeah. to call it. I was, I think a buck, blind witch, you know, whatever you got to call it. And I was wrong. Yeah, I was there wrong. And, and the Lord had to undo all of that and really show me who I was. And it was like after that moment, like a whole new light, <laughs> a whole new light. And that's really where the redemption cut came in for, for literally, it was like a U-turn. It was like a complete turnaround that I was going this way and my friends and everybody were watching me go this way. And God said, no, and he literally turned me around and I, and I came out this way. I came out this way and I'm like, okay, God, not only did you turn me around, but you set me free from a lot of things. You really, really rescued me. Yeah. But then even, and, and all that, it was my record, the record that I had, that I was building up, even in such a short time, you cleared it. You cleared it. Different. And everything that I had done, you know what I'm saying? You know, the enemy would want me to feel shame and feel like, oh, I did this, I can't, I'm not. No, but everything that even that I had done, you know, he still, he still uses those moments where, yeah, you might have had them love, them love, but baby, guess what? Guess what? For my, for, for the sake of my glory, okay? For the sake of my glory and people seeing my glory and my power and what my love does, you know what I'm saying? And what my grace is, the grace that I have extended, truly, uh, even just seeing the realm or, or the capacity or, or the levels that grace goes to, like for my glory, I'm going to say, I'm going to put you, I'm going to take you from this low place that you are, that you were and put you somewhere. I'm going to make your name great in the process. I'm going to, and I'm, and I'm going to let the world see that I am the one they can come to. I'm the one they come to to be redeemed. I'm the one that I'm the only one that does it. Of course, had this created. I'm, I'm the only one who they can find that purpose. I'm the only one who they can find everything they're looking for. I'm the only one they can find it in and actually be full, you know, because in the world and our flesh, our flesh is insatiable. Yes. It, it, you cannot satisfy. Never. There is no, there's no depth. That, like you, you can't satisfy the flesh. You never can. It's going to always crave something. It's insatiable. But like only I can give that fullness. Only I can mend and make their souls whole again. And only I can really fill them up spiritually and superficially to the point where they don't need anything else but me to be to sustain them 
And I can set them in places. I can take them from the person where they never thought they would come back. The things that they never thought. Or they, they say they never forgive themselves for. They, or they never thought they would. Like, I don't want to turn those nevers yeah. into, 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 into something. It's a forever. into eternity. Because I, 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 cause I wrote it that way. But, but unfortunately, you know, the world. The world and the enemy and everything. It looks like this, and, and we pay attention to these to these temporary things, but God was like, I'm the only one that can do that, and I'm going to use your life. I'm going to use your life. God. to build your life for it. And you can't tell the world. So the me. enemy meant for and he turned in for my good. That's just You are waiting through, like, all the scriptures right now, <laughs> like, all of them. All things work together for the good of them. Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. Born into that part. According to his purpose. Oh. One step purpose. Listen. It's the, it's the purpose. It's the purpose. Oh, Lord. Listen. Man. Listen. They plan. They make all these plans and stuff. But it's God's purpose. It's it's what he what He said that always prevails. And I just thank God that it prevailed. I didn't say that it prevailed in my life because I could have. I should have been dead. I should have been dead when I had when I gave birth to my to my second child. I was supposed to be because the enemy wanted me dead. You're telling me a little bit like that. Yeah. Listen, God said no. Saying and God said no, there's this part of it too. Um, you're gonna tell somebody how it was it was me and with my resurrection power. It was my blood that washed you. It was it was my grace that kept you there. When you should have been, when you said what you said, when you when you when you came out your mouth and repeated something that somebody else said and you believed it in your heart. I should have got you there, but I didn't because of my grace, because of my love, because of my patience, because of mercy, which is my unfailing love. It does not fail. Yeah. And because it did not fail, here you are today, redeemed. That, that is my love, but does the redeeming. It's my love, the grace that, that that's undeserved. That's undeserved, but because I created you, because I, I knew before you were born, I knew. And my, before you were born, I already knew you even going to go through this, and I knew what she was going to come back and be. And I knew you was going to use it, and I knew you was going to open your mouth and testify and tell somebody else that they would come to me in the future. So, so his name, for him, for him, for him. Listen, his glory, all the glory goes to him. It goes to him. It goes to him. It goes to him. How great was that part two of my interview? This entire conversation was just so refreshing. And listen, it is not over yet. That's right. Stay tuned for part three, the final part of my conversation and interview with Jamisha. Thank you for listening and watching. And remember, stay encouraged.